Hi, this is Brad Constantine, and this is a podcast recording of the Old Testament. Although this is not an official recording of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, every effort's been made to be as doctrinally accurate as possible. I'll be using for the text the Joseph Smith translation of the Old Testament, along with many commentaries from general authorities of the Church, BYU professors, Bible scholars, and others. This format will be very detailed, and so if you want a deep analysis of the Old Testament, you come to the right place. Thanks for your attendance. Hi, welcome back. This will be for Daniel chapter 3. Uh, this is the story that you're all familiar with. There's even a song written about it, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Verse 1, Nebuchadnezzar the king made an image of gold whose height was three score cubits. So this is about a 90 foot uh, tall uh, image. And the breadth thereof six cubits. And he set it in the plain of Dura in the province of Babylon. Then Nebuchadnezzar the king, I wonder if he got the idea from the dream that he had. Then Nebuchadnezzar the king sent to gather together the princes, the governors, and the captains, the judges, and tre- the treasurers, the counselors, the sheriffs, and all the rulers of the provinces to come to the dedication of the image which Nebuchadnezzar the king had set up. Daniel did not stand alone as an exemplary young man. His three companions demonstrated the same unswerving loyalty and devotion to God. President Kimball said, We remind ourselves of the integrity of the three Hebrews, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, who, like Daniel, defied men and rulers to be true to themselves and to keep faith with their faith. They were required by decree of the emperor to kneel down and worship a monumental image of gold which the the king had set up. In the face of losing caste, of losing position, of angering the king, they faced the fiery furnace rather than to fail and deny their God. They cunningly devised scheme... The cunningly devised scheme worked as the vicious planners expected. The dedication must have been exciting with the people from far and near attending. Had there ever been such an image, such a spectacle, 90 feet of gold in the form of a man, what what could be more scintillating, more sparkling? There must have been almost countless people milling in the streets and in the area where the gigantic image stood when the herald announced the procedure and the decree that all must kneel at the sound of the music and all must worship the image. Neither the cunning of the deceivers, the conspiring cunning tricksters, nor the fear of the king and what he could do to them dissuaded the three courageous youth, the three courageous young men from their true path of right of rightness. When the prearranged sounds of the cornet, flute, harp, and other instruments reverberated through the area and the masses of men and women everywhere filled their homes and their streets with kneeling worshippers of the huge golden image, three men refused to insult their true God. They prayed to God, and when confronted by the raging and furious emperor king, they courageously answered in the face of what could be certain death. Verse 3, Then the princes, the governors and captains, the judges and the treasurers, the counselors, the sheriffs, and all the, all the rulers of the provinces were gathered together under the dedication of the image that Nebuchadnezzar the king had set up. They stood before the image that Nebuchadnezzar had set up. Then a, then a herald cried aloud to you who it is commanded, O people, nations, and languages, that at what time ye hear the sound of the cornet, flute, harp, sackbut, the Aramaic word denotes a triangular instrument, psaltery, dulcimer, Probably Aramaic, it's bagpipe. Ooh, they had bagpipes back then. And all kinds of music, ye fall down and worship the golden image that Nebuchadnezzar the king hath set up. And whoso falleth not down and worshipeth shall the same hour be cast into the midst of a burning fiery furnace. Therefore at that time, when all the people heard the sound of the cornet, flute, harp, sackbut, Psaltery and all kinds of music, all the people, the nations, and the languages fell down and worshipped the golden image that Nebuchadnezzar the king had set up. Wherefore, at that time, certain Chaldeans came near and accused the Jews. They spake and said to the king Nebuchadnezzar, O king, live forever. 
Thou, O king, hast made a decree that every man that shall hear the sound of the cornet, flute, harp, sackbut, psaltery, and dulcimer, and all kinds of music, shall fall down and worship the golden image. And whoso falleth not down and worshipeth, that he shall be cast into the midst of a burning fiery furnace. There are certain Jews whom thou hast set over the affairs of the province of Babylon, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. These men, O king, have not regarded thee. They serve not thy gods, nor worship the golden image which thou hast set up. Then Nebuchadnezzar, in his rage and fury, commanded to bring Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Then they brought these men before the king. Nebuchadnezzar spake and said unto them, Is it true, O Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego? Do not ye serve my gods, nor worship the golden image that which I set up? Now if ye be ready that at what time ye hear the sound of the cornet, flute, harp, sackbut, psaltery, and dulcimer, and all kinds of music, ye fall down and worship the image which I have made, well, but if ye worship not, ye shall be cast the same hour into the midst of a burning fiery furnace, and who is that God that shall deliver you out of my hands? In other words, the king was boasting that his idol was supreme, and what God could possibly save them uh, from the fiery furnace. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego answered and said to the king, O Nebuchadnezzar, we are not careful to answer thee in this matter. If it so be that our God whom we serve is able to deliver us from the burning fiery furnace, and he will deliver us out of thine hand, O king, but if not, be it known unto thee, O king, that we will not serve thy gods, nor worship the golden image which thou hast set up. There are things worth dying over, and this apparently is one of them, isn't it? Then verse 19 reads, Then was Nebuchadnezzar full of fury, and the, f- and, his, and the form of his visage, or expression of his countenance, was changed against Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Therefore he spake and commanded that they should heat the furnace one seven times, more than it was wont to be heated. To heat the furnace seven times more than it was wont to be is presumed to be an idiomatic way of saying that the furnace was to be heated much hotter than usual, to be heated as hot as it could be heated. If the three were brought up to the furnace, it must have been a mouth above, it must have had a mouth above through which the victims could be cast into it. When heated to an ordinary degree, this could be done without danger to the men who performed this service, but in the present case, the heat of the furnace was so great that the, that the servants themselves perished by it. The king apparently viewed the events in the furnace through an opening at the bottom. Verse 20, And he commanded the most mighty men that were in the in his army to bind Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, and to cast them into the burning fiery furnace. Then these men were bound in their coats, their hosen, and their hats, and other garments, and were cast into the midst of the burning fiery furnace. You can imagine that the clothes would have caught fire pretty quick. Therefore, because the king's commandment was urgent, and the furnace exceeding hot, the flame of the fire slew those men that took up Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And these three men, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, fell down, bound into the midst of the burning fiery furnace. Then Nebuchadnezzar the king was astonished, or astonished, <clears throat> and rose up in haste, and spake, and said unto his counselors, Did not we cast three men bound into the midst of the fire? They answered and said unto the king, True, O king. And he answered and said, Lo, I see four men loose, walking in the midst of the fire, and they were no, and they have no hurt. And the form of the fourth is like the Son of God. So apparently, as they're walking, um, it says, I see four men loose, that their bands that they had been bound with, the cords that they had been bound with, must have burned off. Verse 26, Then Nebuchadnezzar came near to the mouth of the burning fiery furnace, and spake and said, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, ye servants of the Most High God, come forth and come hither. Then Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego came forth of the midst of the fire. 
And the princes, governors, and captains, and the king's counselors being gathered together, saw these men, upon whose bodies the fire not only did it not have power over them, notice what it does here, it had no power, nor was a hair of their head singed, neither were their coats changed or damaged, nor the smell of fire had a, had passed upon them. The miracle was complete. Not only were they not burned, but their clothes didn't even smell like smoke. 28. Then Nebuchadnezzar spake and said, Blessed be the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, who hath sent his angel and delivered his servants that trusted in him and have changed the king's word. They were successful in defying the king's decree and yielded their bodies that they might not serve nor worship any god except their own god. Therefore I make a decree <clears throat> that every people, nation, and language which speak anything amiss against the king of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego shall be cut in pieces and their houses shall be made a dunghill because there is no other God that can deliver after this sort. Then the king promoted Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego in the province of Babylon. Elder Maxwell said, We will not always be rescued from proximate problems, but we will be rescued from everlasting death. Meanwhile, ultimate hope makes it possible to say the same three words used centuries ago by three valiant men. They knew God could rescue them from their fiery furnace if he chose. But if not, they said, nevertheless, they would still serve him. Anyway, that's the end of chapter 3 and the story of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And if you're interested, there's a song uh, sung by Brooke Benton in the in the 50s about Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Or maybe it was the 60s. Anyway, uh, it was popular in the radio at the time on the top 40. Anyway, talk to you next time. See ya. Bye.